0: Welcome to the Coeur Adventist Podcast. Created, produced, and directed
1: by the members of the Coeur
0: Seventh day Adventist Church. To connect, to grow. to grow, to worship, to reflect Jesus, let's discover what we can do together,
1: okay. together,
0: together, together.
1: Welcome to Interviews, where we take the time to get to know individuals in our faith community a little better. My name is RJ Henneberg, and for this episode, we are interviewing a member who was vital in the transformation of our church in the recent remodel. Today, we are interviewing Monica Wold. Now, Monica and her husband Joshua have been a huge asset to this church. They are always dependable and have especially demonstrated leadership in the children's division. So let's get to know Monica a little better. Welcome, Monica (laughs) Wolf.
0: Hey, thanks for having me.
1: Yes. Uh, You've survived COVID thus far. Congratulations.
0: Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much.
1: So we'd love to hear your story. Where did it begin? where did you grow up? Hmm. What was family life growing up like, church life?
0: Hmm. So I lived in... uh... I grew up in a town called French Lake, Indiana. And um, some people might be familiar with that. That's where Larry Bird grew up. It's his hometown. Ooh. Basketball player. Yep. Um, and I actually went to the same high school. <laughs> My parents, we had like 60 acres. We grew up on like this, what I would literally call a bird farm, because I'm just not joking. We had every single bird that you can think of. Um, and it was- Like an ostrich? Okay, maybe not that one. But we had a peacock. <laughs> we had a peacock. Oh, nice. We had albino peacocks, regular peacocks, um, pheasants, pigeons, uh, quail, uh, chickens, obviously, and ducks, all the things. Um, parrots. Was it just for fun? Like- yeah. My my older brother was into birds, and my dad was like, yo, let's go to the, the local, uh, like where they're like little... I don't know, markets for animals. Yeah, yeah. Or and there. you get all kinds of random animals and you can get them for like so cheap. Anyway, wow. so, anyways, we had a little aviary and it was fun. It was actually, you know, we had so much fun growing up. Um, I was homeschooled until like eighth grade, um, but we traveled all over during that period of time. My dad's a professional artist. And so we would go, it had been to, I guess, I don't know, about 25, 30 states by that point. Um, and then I went to public high school, which was kind of like a a culture shock, to say the least. Just to kind of back up, I, I, I think it was around that time right before, so I think it was like 12, I gave my heart to Christ. Um, There's this lady, sweet little lady. And our church was like the smallest little, like when you think of it, like, little small church on a hill like it literally was a, like a little white church with like <laughs> one room with a couple of rooms and like most of my family were the members you know like yeah, and yeah um, but there was this lady named Gloria Zoyer um, and she taught, taught I think I guess we would call probably like juniors here um, and yeah she um, she shared the story like she, we went through the great controversy and at that time I was like what that's so cool. I hadn't really, you know, thought of that much. I was like more self-aware, I should say, that was going on. And, um, and she kind of painted this like crazy, awesome picture of God and his love and the whole story, like the complete beginning to the end story. And anyways, yeah. So when
1: you say she taught juniors, was there If it's a small church like you and one other kid, there was
0: me, my really good friend Mariah Goodness, and then her brother, and like there would be like some other one or two kids would come once in a while, other kids, but but it was me and like this other girl. We're around the same age, so was that was nice, and yeah, got baptized then, and uh, yeah, then a couple years later I went to high school, and then I, as I guess what you would say. Got the like kind of a little more rebellious streak. A time period. Uh, Let's just say heroin, (laughs) cocaine. No, no, no. But I lying and just like not you know just figuring out things out for myself. Um, No one really knew though. Like my parents didn't know. Um, But it was, yeah. It was just experiencing, freedom and different perspectives, and um, but I mean, I had a great, great time too. I did cross country and like track, and um, so it was a, a mixed combo, kind of a mixed bag of like good things and not so great things, and things, you know, experiences I'm definitely thankful for. I remember it was interesting because it was like by the time I, I think it was like my junior year, I was right or into my sophomore year. My local church was doing one of those like net seminars broadcasting I think it was actually Doug Batchelor and I was so busy with school and I had all the curriculars I was in Spanish club I was in all these different random clubs and having to go to church in the evenings on top of my homework and everything was like I resisted it but my parents were like no you're going and um, it's interesting like in a way I, it was kind of a blessing. They didn't know what was going on in my life. They didn't know I was like questioning everything, questioning church, questioning God. And so during that time, I, uh, <laughs> I um, kind of gave my heart back to God at one of his altar calls or whatever. Um, and then I went to summer camp. It's called Camp Wakanda, and it's in Wisconsin. And I remember that first summer I drove out there by myself in my little neon Dodge Neon car. Wait, wait, wait,
1: wait. Did you work at summer camp, or you went as a camper? Oh,
0: I went to a camper for like since I was like 12, okay. um, or maybe 11. This is the
1: same camp, so you drove. No, up. I actually
0: went to a different camp. So I the, the director that was at Timberidge, where I went, that's in Indiana, okay, transferred to another camp in Wisconsin, and I loved that director. It was such a great experience, and I loved his like. How you ran things and everything, and so I reached out to them and like, hey, I'd love to apply. So like, yeah, my brother had worked there a year before, like a couple years, um, so they at least knew my family, anyways. And that was like the best experience ever, being around Christian kids and think that think similar and have had, yeah, and it was a lot of fun. And the the size is, I think that it's a smaller camp, so like the staff 45 ish. So it was like almost like a small like community. like yeah. you really got connected with them. Yeah, so I worked there three summers. Um, yeah, and they were like the best summers. Like you got paid nothing, but they were so, so fulfilling and so amazing. Um, and then I graduated high school and that next summer and then went to Andrews. And I spent two years there. Um, I thought I was, what is it? I I majored in international community development with a minor in Spanish and business management. And I was going to save the world, apparently. I was (laughs) like, I'm going to go work for the UN. I'm going to go, like, kind of like the philosophy. I'm going to teach new cultures to, like, you know, take care of them. So, like, instead of giving them fish, let's teach them how to fish type thing. But let's not change their culture. Let's work within their, their means. Anyways. Um, there was a professor, there, Dr. La Bianca. He was inspired me to pursue um, what is adventism and how that relates to, like, you know, we have our own organizations that help, you know, with World Relief and everything. But because of our culture and our our belief systems and everything, do we not only help them physically, but do we also help, you know, maybe improve their education? Does it our connections help in other ways? Um, to create a better lifestyle and so I did a huge research paper on that and that was kind of like what I was going to bounce off after I graduated but things kind of got switched up there Um, after two years um, financially I had to switch gears and and go to a a state university to do kind of like more more of my core curriculum and um, that was the same time I met Joshua so Joshua, those who may not be familiar, that's my husband. <laughs> um, but I did not know that at the time. Um, I was really bummed honestly, at that at that moment because like I had all these plans. I was going to do this. This is where I'm, this is my like. I was really into what I was doing. Um, but yeah, they we went. I went to university in Indiana and um, finished up. And then at that time, I was just going to do some core curriculum but i met joshua and we started talking and so things kind of got switched up there for good obviously um but that the university i was at didn't have that program anymore so i uh, graduated with my psychology degree because i felt like well that's still still helping people right nice. yeah so
1: so you met joshua yeah how did you meet joshua
0: so I was back so I went so Conda came back there was like a two-week period right before school started after you know um camp
1: and this was going in, in Andrews when you're yeah
0: back. so it's going back um and I uh he came out so my brother met Jonathan which is his brother Joshua's brother and at like ASI, some like convention, and they met up, and they had a very similar business. Like they had both had two different businesses, but they were very similar. Like, hey, let's let's combine forces, whatever. Come out and meet, you know. Come out and see what I'm doing and whatnot. So both of them came out, Jonathan and Joshua. And at the time, my parents live in a really large house, and you know, most of the kids were out except for Kayla, my younger brother. Um, so they stayed at my parents' house. So it was like 5,000 square feet, like plenty of rooms. And so I was there, you know, and I was I, – mom mentioned it. She's like, oh, yeah, these guys are going to come out and talk to your brother about business and stuff. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> and then uh, I peeked my – like mom looked out the window. I was like, hey, come look. And, of course, my mom, she's like, you know, seeing if I'm interested or whatever. And I'm like – I look, take one look, and I'm like – and I love Joshua, but he, like, looks <laughs> – like a complete nerd. Like and he knows this. Like this is no no it's not. He's it's like, like a
1: badge of honor for him.
0: <laughs> yes. He's very proud of it. Um and so he had like this like big like fro, like wild hair, and then he and then he had like extra, extra large t shirt on with these like cargo pants, and I took one look and I was like, No, <laughs> no, that's not happening. And
1: so this kind of sounds like an arranged marriage I know, put right? on by your mom.
0: Yeah, she. I mean, she didn't know, but she was just curious what I thought. So I go to Andrews um, that semester, and then um, I come back for winter break, and they're, they're there. So they combine forces, and they were starting their business together and all of that. Um, and I'd hear little things from mom, like, hey, this guy's, like, really nice. And I'm like, okay, mom, stop. Like, I had other interests back at Andrews.
1: So, so how long how long did they live with your parents?
0: Mm. Well, they came in August, and so then I saw them again in December, end of just, like, around that time. Um, so, yeah, and, and at that point, four or five months, I guess. And then um, they were like, hey, you want to come? with so jo- Jonathan had his girlfriend um was gonna come out and join us to go to GYC. They're like, hey we have another spot if you wanna come. I'm like, I don't know. It doesn't seem like it's something I wanna do. And they're like, well, it'd be fun, it's just us. So I'm like, okay, that sounds interesting enough. So it was Jonathan and Jocelyn and then um Joshua yeah, and then I went I rode along and there was like this like long trip that we took out so we got to start talking and we realized we had a lot of world views very similar you know it's like you can be Adventists or you can have things in common but like kind of like the big ones are kind of like harder to find I felt like at least like my personal experience has been and there was just a lot of things like wow yeah I feel the same way that's awesome you know so it kind of caught me off guard because I kind of like Judged him, you know, a certain way. Um, <laughs>
1: like, I love Age of Empires too. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, yeah. So you know, and my brothers, my brother is like all super nerdy, and maybe that was kind of like my <laughs> <a> little jilted. <laughs> I was like, um, oh, but so, um, but yeah, we started just started talking and realized how much we had in common, and it was so that was like surprising for me. Um, and then when I went back after winter break, that's when everything kind of fell apart with, like, finances and stuff, um, and so then I came back, and I went to school there at the university, and so Joshua was still staying at my parents, because there's no reason for them, like, they had all this room, I wasn't there, so I came back, so, yeah, and then we started talking more, and hanging out, and realizing that we had a lot more in common than we first thought, so and that's kind of how it it happened
1: and started dating got married
0: yep (laughs) yep um it was interesting because like we kind of it sounds weird but we kind of lived together for a while because we were in the same house you were were shacking up before you got married with the parents yeah yeah. it's very uh it was interesting it was uh not intentional but just kind of like that's how it happened and um so we got to know each other really quickly, uh, very well. Yeah, it was a great, great spring. I would go to school, he'd work, pick me up, and we like, yeah, we kind of was just like living to life together already. And so we were dating, and then we got engaged. Um, and then we pushed—we were gonna get married towards the end of summer, but we had to push that because my sister couldn't make it for the wedding. She was gonna be in Norway. I'm like, you gotta be at my wedding. So um, we pushed that up a little sooner
1: so that was fast
0: it was very fast i would not recommend it so <laughs> i mean not that we didn't go well but i'm just saying like if i were telling this to somebody else i wouldn't like this is not how i would plan <laughs> this to go
1: so you started dating spring and then you're married mid-summer
0: yeah oh. we've been married 12 years
1: nice <laughs> when you know you know i guess yeah
0: I know we did marriage counseling, and I was a, a pastor I really trusted back at Andrews. And we would go up there. We do online on the phone, and we'd go and meet up for a couple of the sessions. And it was interesting because he was like, because he knew me before, and like we I'd done lots of mission trips with him. His advice to me was like, you know, it's like if it like if it works, and you know, it's going to be an amazing story. Like it's going to be awesome. Like you just when he's like, you have to put the work in and all of that. And so. I was thankful for his advice, and like he definitely set the tone of like what what that was gonna look like. And I was very appreciative of all the experience. I'm glad we did that. I thought it was very smart of us to like go through some of those harder questions, and the, yeah. and we really got to know each other. So, but
1: so then you get married, and then you just live with the parents
0: for a no, while. No, 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 no. We moved out. Yeah. Okay. And he had <laughs> moved out before before we got like married. So he had already got to find a place at that point. Okay. Um, yeah, that wasn't going to happen. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, so no, he found the apartment, and then we got married, I moved out, moved with him in the apartment, um, and he, you know, he was doing the, the business, I was still finishing up school, I had like two more semesters left at that point, I think, maybe three, depending, well it was hard, because I, I transferred from Andrews into a state school, and so they were like, uh, I don't know what this is. Yeah, but all these religion classes. Yeah, don't what count. is this? Yeah. yeah, a lot of electives there. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, but thankfully, I was actually a lot of. I was able to talk to the, the deans and the professors, and I was able to transfer most of them over. But it did kind of mess up my uh, my timeline a little bit. But it worked out.
1: So you're in Indiana. You get your degree. He's still working on the business. You are there for a few more years?
0: Yeah, so we, we were, yeah, so I would say about five years, so around, the, around four and a half years. And we had been talking about, like, we should go, you know, our business is nice because we could work remotely. Like, you didn't yeah. have to go in, um, why don't we go and, you know, explore a new place? you know, and being young, and, like, we were, like, we were a little uneasy about that. It just seemed like a huge leap by ourselves, Um, but then, you know, um, Jonathan and Dawson had felt the similar, and they're, like, yeah, let's go do something, and so we were exploring different areas. We're, like, well, together, it would be better than just, like, by ourselves, Um, but I, I was at a point where we're, like, you know, we asked each other, like, we made a list of things that we wanted, like, where would we want to go if we're going to go do this big adventure? And, um, he's, he's like, well, I want mountains. I'm like, well, what kind? You want to go? Like, I was like, Asheville sounds fun. That sounds great. Um, and then he's like, I really want to do the Northwest. And I'm like, okay. Like that was like a whole nother world. Like a whole nother it's like very far away, but I was up for it. And, and it, it definitely narrowed it down quickly um, we looked at Washington, but we're like, oh, I just don't think I could do the weather. Um, and then I found this little, We, were, you know, we're very much researched. Like Josh was all into like, we were like, yeah, yeah. his nerds come in there. Find the Coeur d'Alene know, review yeah. on CNET or something. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we found this, like, it was looking at the map and they were like, this is lake. It was like this big lake. And I'm like, what is that? And I, that was very appealing. Um, so then we started kind of like, City data looking at all the stats on it, and then I found like an Adventist church. I found Coraline, and I'm like, it has a school that's awesome. And where I grew up, schools like Adventist schools were like at least an hour away, and there's like maybe 12 kids, you know, it's very small. And so, when I was like, well, oh, there's like a hundred and some odd kids at this school, and it goes to like K to 10, that's amazing. And so that was definitely something like, well, if we're gonna start a family at some point, that would be fun to have, like, give them that opportunity. Um, and so uh, we packed everything up into like, you know, um, a storage unit, and they're like, let's go visit. Um, the Jonathan and Jocelyn had were able to leave a little sooner than us, like three months, I think. Uh, I was still finishing up, wrapping up. Um, I had some, like some summer classes. So we left a little bit later. So we came in August. I don't know, end of August, beginning of September. It's like the first end of September. And um, yeah, we moved out here. Just like, just sort of packed our car up just for the next couple of weeks. Let's go try it out. see what it feels like. And then we'll come back and move everything else. Um, and I get there. We, we meet up. And um, the very next day, I found out I'm pregnant. Whoa. Yeah which is interesting because we look back and it's like I don't think I would have moved if I had known yeah like that would have been that's a big deal um because we were expecting to come out here and like oh let's like live out here and get to experience it and all of that and just kind of have fun and all of, and <laughs> which was still fun it was great but it was just like a whole nother yeah another adventure if you know what I mean and but like looking back it's like oh my goodness if we had found out before i don't know if we would have moved and it honestly has been the best decision we have it's been the scariest that year was so scary for me not having my mom not having my family around getting familiar with a new church new people i didn't even like wasn't you know, like i had to find a doctor you know all of that that same year we found out like his their business that they were been putting their heart and soul into was like kind of not very wasn't going to be able to support you know three growing families and so kind of had to like cut ties and like go elsewhere so here we are we move out here and we, we thought we were good like we have got income we're good we're going to we can work remotely you know and we start all over basically wow yeah
1: how did you decide on Coeur d'Alene Church I mean there's definitely <laughs> more options
0: yeah um, well, it was the first one I found, and for us, I'll be honest, when you're doing research for an area online, I honestly, we, we rate the church by what their website looks like, because to us it feels like, oh, if they've got at least a decent website, then at least they kind of know kinda what they're doing a little bit, <laughs> um, and that's, I know, that's kind of weird, but honestly, that's kind of what we did, like, wow, well, they have actually a decent, decent, website. And you could see our Facebook, like, there was pic- pictures of, like, fun activities and lots of, and like, wow, they, like, like do stuff. And so we went here first. And then, and it did help that, like, Jonathan and Jocelyn were here a couple once before. And they kind of scope out some of their yeah. area. The first, I yeah. remember the
1: first week they were here, Pastor Perrin was given his sermon that he was leaving. <laughs> yes, yes. And they showed up at the church picnic. Yeah, like All this. of a sudden there's couple people with a little <laughs> kid. I was like, who are,
0: who are these people? Yeah. They
1: just showed up at our church yeah. thing. It was great.
0: Yeah. So they kind of gave us the, the lowdown on all the churches. And they're like, we really mm. like this Coeur church. And I'm like, okay. And we kind of just dove in with both feet, honestly. Um, did,
1: did you feel comfortable? It seems like you were maybe raised a little more conservative with ASI and some of that stuff. Like, yeah. did you feel pushed at this church? Or did you feel like instant community or what?
0: You know, it's interesting. It's like... I think when you, we were seeking, one of the reasons why we, we kind of wanted this new adventure was we have definitely felt this, like, we're under the shadows of parents or, you know, you know, big brothers or whatever, um, and so we were almost worse, we were seeking our own version of ourselves, if that makes sense. We were looking for, you know, basically trying to, like, let's let's push ourselves, you know, Not only was that, you know, physically, like like we moved and we did all of this, but I think looking back, it's like, you know, I think we were looking to kind of figure ourselves out too, simultaneously, um, even spiritually. So yes, I would say it was a little more progressive than where we grew up because, you know, Midwest, it's known to be a little bit more conservative. Um, So yeah, I, I actually remember we went to the Sabbath school and you were sitting in that like some like lounge chair in the back of the library and you're like, hey, what's up?
1: Too cool for school.
0: (laughs) Um, But we were always intrigued. Like, the library class was interesting to us because we're like, wow, they're really, like, challenging some ideas. And it was, like, for us, it was nice. It was kind of refreshing. There was times moments like, oh. (laughs) You know, there was moments of, like, (laughs) what is going on?
1: Are they even Christian?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, But then, yeah, we got to know the, the church and the individuals, and we realized, like, you know these people are really trying to do. You know they're questioning things and are asking good questions. That I think we're all kind of thinking, um, and so we realize okay, but they're not like they're still striving to have a relationship with God and they're still trying mm-hmm. to do, you know, what they think is best and what you know what does that mean? You know, so
1: yeah, that's cool. It's been fun watching you guys since you've been here. We came well, we came back obviously a little bit before you did, so there was kind of this huge void of people <laughs> our age at that time, younger people, you know, now we're all older, but yeah. so it's super fun. Seeing you guys come in and then it's, it's been exciting watching your family grow numbers wise, mm-hmm. but, but also, um, I would say in the role of the church and taking on leadership roles and things like that. One thing I really appreciate, um, Obviously, the remodel and mm-hmm. all that type of stuff. Like, you were a big part of that, you know, and Brandt and Giselle and and um, Ty. I'm, there's a bunch of other yeah, people that were Mike Breake, involved. Yeah. Um, but in the design aspect, that's something that I know is really kind of dear to your heart and yeah. coming from a family of artists and things yeah. like that. Why, this is a weird question, but why is that important to you? Like, having. Having a church that looks good. Looks good.
0: (laughs) So it's interesting, you know. I might have to back up for a minute because, so before I ever decided to go into international community development, I was always attracted to. I had all the latest, like the design magazines. I was like following all of that. I really, honestly, I even considered in high school, like I want to be an interior designer. Like that's what I want to do, but I felt called to give back to humanity. And it's interesting because that was just the kind of like the framework that I was coming from, like, oh, which is funny because I did come from an artist family. So for whatever reason, I felt convicted that I needed to be mission minded or give back, and so that's why I switched gears—a
1: doctor, nurse, or teacher. <laughs> yes, sorry. one of the three allowed professions <laughs> <Yes>. in Adventism. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> so, um, and it's it's not a bad thing, or you know, it, but it is what it was. Like mm-hmm. I, I felt like I needed to do more. And, um, so that's why I switched my, my frame of thinking when it came down to like picking a degree, um, which is hilarious because I'm not even doing it, but, <laughs> um, I, we were moving recently and I found an old folder of, uh, paperwork that my mom had like saved from like homeschooling and whatever. And it's dated, like I was seven years old and I had mapped out a house and I had laid it out and I had all of this stuff. And it was like, I looked at it, I was like, oh, my word, why have I been fighting this this whole time? Like, what is the deal? Yeah. Um, and so, you know, working at, like, a home decor and stores, and I love the outlet. I was doing that simultaneously while I was in college. And it's just like, I've always been doing it. And then for me, I love seeing, so to answer your question. Um, I love seeing something that looks a little rough around the edges and become this glorious like transformation a
1: rebirth yes
0: I love transformations like anytime you look at like classic like fixer-upper shows or you see people do remodels on Instagram and they're following that. it's just so fun for me I love seeing something that was a little dusty a little old and take on this new life and um and so that's when I, when Giselle approached me, like, hey, will you help me bring out paint colors? I'm like, oh, we're going to paint the church. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, I think I just love seeing something turn to something beautiful.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. So, the church, when we look back the last five years, we've come a long ways, I would say, um, the church. Itself looks completely different. <laughs> right now, you and I are both sitting in a Sabbath school room <laughs> that looks completely different when this whole COVID thing started. So, yeah. you know, there's lots of change. I personally love change, yeah. but not just physical. I would say our church family as a whole has changed as well. We've had lots of leadership changes. There's all this type of yeah. stuff. So, five, five years, a lot can happen.
0: Yeah.
1: What's your dream five years in the future? Like where would you love to see our church
0: five, five years from now? <laughs> you know, given the background of the recent like few weeks, you know, even last like three or four months, you know, with COVID, and then some of this, you know, Black Lives Matter and then the protests and all of this, I was thinking about that. Like what, like what is? You know, I've been feeling this like. I don't know, kind of like awakening or like this passion like we need to do something. Like maybe we gotta, we got to do something. This is not right. This can't be happening anymore. You know. Um, and I think about like what our church has done in the last couple of years, you know, even as a corporate. Like for example, you know, when they they met up with the GC and all of that stuff like I really struggled with that. You know. I struggled with how what does that mean? Um, for me, you know, being a female, and what does that mean to be someone who is now an elder at this church? You know, like, I'm representing this entity. I, what I do like, you know, what I do love about this particular are we have this, like, church that we could actually do change in our own community. And we could do, we could be the, what we want to see in our church, right? Like, it starts with me. It starts with my family. And I think it goes out from there. And like for our church, I would I would love to see us do the things that we want to see happen in the corporate setting. So I love to see that we are empowering females to lead spiritually in our church. I love and I think we are doing it. I'm not saying we're not, but I'm just saying like I see that expounding even more. I see us being like, Oh, Coeur d'Alene, they're actually doing what they think they're not just sitting there and pretending that everything is okay, you know? And I'd love to see that us reach out, you know, how can we affect, you know, different ethnicities in our local area? I know we don't have a whole lot, but we still have some. How are we being those people of change? And so for me, I love for us to beef up our, our you know, our children's programs and our outreach and just like showing that the community that we're not. Adventists like, who are against these things these social injustices we actually really believe in that God's love is for everyone and he does not treat other people differently there isn't this hierarchy um, and I would just love to see us be like this shining star in our community I know that sounds cliche um, but I've been discouraged with how corporately we've not been doing that so well, and I'm like, well, how can we do that locally? And so I would love to see that. Especially. Yeah,
1: I guess that kind of feeds the next question. Normally, I go, okay, what about the world church? Sounds that can easily be applied to the world yeah. church as well, which is tricky because there's a lot of there's a lot of different voices from many different cultures. Mm-hmm takes a lot to get everybody moving in the same direction (laughs) yes any more building projects
0: (laughs) i i think we can cool our jets a little bit (laughs) Um, all right we'll just funnel it straight to pa lighting i'm fine with that.
1: well thank you monica it's always fascinating to learn more about people and yeah um, yeah i love your and joshua's story and and we're blessed to have you in this church Mm -hmm. family Special thanks to Monica Wold for spending some time and letting us get to know her a little better. For more information about our church, visit cdaadventist.org.